This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to This Week in Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, joined by Kevin. And we're here giving you the gaming news like we do every single week. Uh, starting off uh, this week, we wanted to talk, and by the way, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube and other places, apologies for the video setup. We are working on some kinks, uh, not, the, not the fun kind. And uh, we will, I'll be moving soon, so uh, the setup will kind of uh, I don't know, work with us on this. I promise you some yes. good content. At least I hope so. Uh, starting off with backwards compatible games, like like I said, like we do every single week when we have it, we got Zone of the Enders, uh, the HD collection uh, on yeah. Xbox 360, backwards compatible to so, Xbox One. So I actually played the the Zone of the Enders because it had the demo of Metal Gear Solid 2 on it. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I have no idea how those numbers ended up, but I know that I have heard a lot of other people say that exact same thing. So, I, I wouldn't doubt it's it. It's actually it's it's a pretty fun Gundam game, especially for the PS2 era. There there weren't a whole lot of them, so I yeah. like it. And this is uh, this is Kojima, right? If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, yeah. This is Hideo Kojima doing something other than Metal Gear, so that's kind of rare. Yeah, yeah. And, we, yeah and then exactly. we got uh, Rumble Roses XX, which is definitely not gratuitous at all. As again, those of you who are watching the video version can clearly tell. It's about wrestling. I don't know what you're talking about. This is all about wrestling and beat 'em ups, and it's so. It I is, do. <laughs> Good. I do like the the counter system because mm-hmm. uh, when you bring that in from wrestling, it works a lot better than in fighting games because wrestling is a little bit slower, mm-hmm. and so the 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 counters actually look more legit. Yes, my opinion, my personal no, opinion. No, I would but agree. Yeah, so. Well, because wrestling, and we're talking about professional wrestling here, not catch wrestling or that kind of stuff. Right. Like, um, it's it's about the the ebb and flow. You need yeah. to see the counter. You need that to sink in with the audience to say, right. "Oh, he he found that. Oh, he he saw that coming, or whatever." If yeah. it's too quick, the audience doesn't catch it, and we're talking about live performance here, so it has to be slowed down. So I do agree, it does work a lot better here uh, than in um, in fighting games. Fighting games, it's it, unless you're playing it or you're an expert in the fighting game, I usually I usually find that I don't see that someone countered. It just looks yeah. like part of the animation, and it's like, you know. So uh, I would agree with that. Except, exception though, um, uh, King in Tekken 3 actually has like a pose that he'll hold for a split second when he's like prepared to counter and if they hit you with, so like he, he kind of like holds his hands out like this and when you attack him then he'll actually grab whatever and so like every once in a while they'll do it but generally no yeah um so yeah that makes sense so we we have a bunch of Nintendo news uh but I, I think we should probably just put all that at the end for the direct but we did yeah. get the, the, the main headline was that the Switch Online is going to uh, launch on the 18th, yes. which is less than a week away. Less or than possibly a week away. Yeah, we're watching and, this uh, yeah, so we get a, a seven-day free trial with the, the Switch Online. Again, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Nintendo Direct and everything uh, later on. Yeah. We'll kind of cover that as our, our main topic. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm glad this is coming out um, finally. 
I'm, yeah. I'm, I definitely will be signing up for it. Uh, I want to try out their ser- the service. I want, and it's only 20 bucks. Yeah. Um, so I think it's something that we can, we can try out. We don't have to really, um, it's not like sinking fifty, sixty dollars, hundred dollars into something like Amazon Prime or whatever. Like you're, yeah. you're only sinking a little bit of money in to try out the service. And um, you know, if you're playing a lot of multiplayer games, this is really going to help. Um, we'll talk more about that later, though. So this will. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you what do you think about the Kingdom Hearts VR demo? Because like I've, Square's been doing some weird stuff with VR lately. Um, but like Kingdom Hearts, I, I I've only played like an hour or two of one and two so, so I, don't, I, played, I don't really i played all of one i played some of two whitney's played all of them so i've all of the uh, console ones and i don't personally i don't think this game lends itself well to vr i think vr is still the thing everyone's trying to to cling on to um because yeah. I, I i'm not uh, in the camp that thinks that it's a fad that it's going to go away i think that the pricing is low enough now or will be low enough in the next couple of years that more people will be playing it. That being said, yeah. I don't think every game lends itself to VR. It's not gonna be a bad thing playing it, but I personally don't think that this is gonna be groundbreaking in VR. I mean, some people may like it because it's immersive, but I'll, I'll say I can go onto the PlayStation VR and I can uh, turn on um, theater mode in PlayStation mm-hmm. VR and I can just watch. Uh, and I can play with the VR like, and be immersed. Headset, sorry, yeah. headset, headphones, watch uh, uh, the the game. It doesn't have to be both for VR. You can do that. And um, I think you're going to get something similar when it comes to this. You may get, of course, better 3D. 3D um, you're going to be able to move your head. 3D depth of field is going to be better. But is that really what Kingdom Hearts needs? Yeah. I don't think so. Well, I mean... I mean, yeah, I understand. The answer is no. <laughs> okay. I don't. I don't really think that's necessary. And then one of the other things that concerns me is like, <clears throat> the bits that I've seen look kind of pretty, but mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of like, uh, I, I don't know if it's if it's retro or whatever. But like the the world feels like a PS2 or PS3 game. There's a lot of like invisible walls. I don't know if you played the the Cerberus demo. Um, I didn't. Okay, but like there's there's. Anyway, I have concerns. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's a it's a demo and it's it's something to something to play. Sure, and I think that if it gets people to adapt to to, to VR to adopt it, I should say, if it gets people yeah. to adopt the VR, fine, because VR has a lot of really cool things in it that may have not people may have not realized how great they are until they have something like this uh, yeah. in their hands. So maybe this is a title that will get more people to buy PlayStation VR. I don't know. Could be. Uh, yeah. um, but I, I think everybody does need to be playing uh, Hollow Knight. No, I uh, agree. It's the, it's the Void Heart edition. It's coming It's coming to other platforms. Because this is this has been on, like I think, up until uh, September 25th. It's just, it's only been on Switch and, uh, and PC. But this is coming to Xbox and uh, PS4, and I've, I've I've been playing it on the on the Switch. I haven't beaten it yet, but my goodness, this game is amazing. Uh, yes. Highly yeah. highly recommended. Yeah, um, it is. I will say I have not played it, but I really want to. Um, it's yeah. on my list. <laughs> and and the other thing is it's 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 a very cheap game, um, especially for the amount of content that it gets you. Mm-hmm. And um, I was talking to Owen about it in front of the show, and he said that. Uh, 
he said that he doesn't want to want to sink another 40 hours into this honestly i got my money's worth in the first like two or three hours that i played just going up to the first boss and meeting the first boss yeah. because it is it is a very unique experience that i hadn't found any other place and so I, I would recommend pretty much anybody pick that up. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, especially if you're a fan of old school platformers. Um, oh yeah. This this is totally up your alley, and I don't know why you're not playing it if you if you if you are a fan of that. Um, I think that I'm glad that these games are still selling uh, as yeah. as well as they are. I mean, they're not selling it, of course, in AAA numbers, but I think they're right. selling well enough to to warrant these to show that these are viable still in this day and age, which is pretty yeah. cool. Well, good, another another thing about it is that uh, is that Team Cherry is doing basically the same thing as Yacht Club did with Shovel Knight. Um, the, this is called the the Void Heart Edition, mm -hmm. and it's got like three different expansions. So it's 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 a whole lot of fun in there. Yeah. So so Belgium and we we reported this a couple a couple of weeks ago that some of the some of the uh, European countries have have declared that loot boxes are gambling mm -hmm. and uh belgium in particular was like okay we want none of that so uh counter-strike go overwatch and somebody else like complied with it and i mean overwatch honestly didn't have to because you can actually see what's coming up next so it's not yeah. gambling but they did it yeah. anyway just just to you know be on the good side of belgium or whatever and ea's like no no we're gonna fight you on this and so they left it in and they're like challenging it in court and <laughs> because I mean, microtransactions make up two thirds of their revenue. So, I guess. I mean, it's, that's worth the fuck. I don't know what their income is from Belgium, but like, really? I, I don't know about Belgium, but I know that, uh, for instance, Call of Duty. I don't know if you you saw this number recently. Call of Duty, the the la last Call of Duty game, or maybe mm -hmm. the last couple Call of Duty games. Uh, cumulatively, in the microtransactions, have made more money than every other game combined. Not, not Call of Duty games. All other right, games right. that sold, I think, within the last 10 years. If you get every single one of those games, combine them all together, that's how much they, they, they've still made more than that. Um, that similarly, we, yeah, similarly, we talked about Fortnite in, in regards to microtransactions in Fortnite and the loot boxes in Fortnite. Not really loot boxes in Fortnite, but microtransactions in Fortnite. Yeah. And the average person, this was a couple months ago, the average person playing $87 uh, yeah. in Fortnite. So you're paying more than you would for a full game for what, you know, the different skins and different dances, which I don't have a problem with because you know what you're getting. Yeah. Um, when it comes to loot boxes, I have a problem with that. And there are games like, uh, like Battlefront 2 and others that I really, I like playing. I'm not going to pay any money for, for loot boxes in them because I don't agree with the principle. And I feel dirty buying games with microtran with, with uh, loot boxes. Microtransactions are a different story. Loot yeah. boxes specifically, I have a problem with, unless you're completely free to play like um, uh, Magic the Gathering or um, uh, uh, Hearthstone. Yeah. then it's based off that you you get however much you put you put in it's not pay to win because it's still random um i think there's balance involved in that but i i do think that um i think loot boxes have run amok and i'm glad belgium's trying to crack down but ea's making too much money they're they're not gonna back down yeah i mean they're not gonna so, stop so one of the things that they could be doing to make mm -hmm. money is they could be re-releasing kingdoms of Amalur. Because we talked it about this could. last week, is it is it Kingdoms of Amalur is is uh, has been picked up by uh, by 
THQ Nordic. Yes. Um, but apparently EA still has the publishing rights to the original game. So um, we don't, I mean, there's not really news on it. It's just kind of a, this is where this thing is stuck. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that, though, is that that means that, unless I'm mistaken, that they could have done a remaster and put that out. Um, I would have absolutely bought that again. I would have loved that. You know what? I would have loved a remaster. I love a definitive edition because yeah. there is extra. There's DLC content yes, there is. That, that's on that PS3, yeah. and, uh, and we're not going to have access to it. I mean, this is lost to the ages, if you will. Uh, it's the yeah. same thing that we talked about when it came to, um, and I, I'm not trying to be doom and gloom here, but it's the same thing we talked about when we talked about uh, Xbox shutting down servers when it came to Xbox Live, the original OG Xbox. Yep. Xbox the first, if you will. They shut down the servers to that, and as soon as that happened, people lost, if they didn't have it already downloaded, they lost access to all of that uh, extra content. Yeah. It's gonna happen with, uh, thankfully, it seems like it's not as ha it's not happening completely with the Xbox 360, but you're still seeing that with some DLC, uh, where a game yep. will be backwards compatible, but it's DLC will not be. Uh, so we've still seen that, still a problem. I think we're, we're moving towards a positive future. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. To me, Kingdom Zambler is definitely one that should be resurrected. And now, unfortunately, you're gonna have two companies um, battling out what can happen with release. You know what's happened with that with GoldenEye, Nintendo and Rare. Mm -hmm. If you can't come to a decision on it, it's just never gonna happen. Yeah. Which I think is unfortunate. Because I love two step, two step verification. <laughs> Basically. And uh, they have to cooperate. So if they want to make money, they could do this and they could make more money. Uh, I think King of Zambler is an intellectual property that can do for that. Publishing. And for publishing. I think I think so. I think so. Uh, I think it's one that could be could be making some some decent money. Uh, I think especially with a with a remaster, uh, remaster definitive edition and make sure the price point's like forty bucks. If you yeah. do that, if you charge sixty, you may not get it. Charge forty, you're gonna get so much more money coming in there for yeah. that remaster. And there's and there's a lot of people who who feel like they kind of missed out because like mm -hmm. okay, I I would have bought uh, the Mass Effect trilogy if that had been re-released on PS4. Yeah. Okay, we never got that, but things that are coming, yeah. you you have some news there. I do have some uh, some news and the things that are coming, but it doesn't have anything to do with uh, video games. If you're talk, talking about the segue I'm talking about, Alan Wake, one of my favorite uh, uh, games. We're going to be getting an Alan Wake uh, TV series, uh, which I think lends itself very well considering this. the Alan Wake uh, is so inspired by things like Twin Peaks uh, and, and other uh, episodic shows. I think this is totally going to lend itself very well. Um, uh, to being able to uh, to being a, a TV show, I think it would lend itself much better than a um, uh, than a movie because this needs to be episodic. Alan Wake yeah. is episodic. It feels like you're playing a, a TV show, and I think it would totally uh, work in this. Uh, in this, unfortunately, I don't see exactly um, uh, who is adapting it. Maybe I'm missing that here. Um, yeah. Or, or I should say, what studio or what platform? I didn't, I didn't yeah. see that in my in, in anything. Uh, and what I mean by that is, uh, is this going to be picked up by Netflix, by Amazon? Um, did you see that in, in any press release? Um, because I didn't. I don't believe so. Um, yeah. We have we have the producers. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't see anything on the on yeah. the studio. Which which is okay because uh, essentially, you know, if they're able to develop this independently and then shop it around through studios, that means there's less. Uh, there's less. Um, meddling with the, when it comes to the creative aspect of, of, uh, of the art, right? So yeah. you're not going to have as many pro uh, higher producers saying it has to be 12 episodes, has to be 20 episodes, whatever. Yeah. Similar to how BBC, I think we talked about this before, BBC, when they order more episodes of, uh, of a show, they're like, hey, we want more IT crowd. And then the producers come back and they go, I've got six episodes for you. Yeah. Instead of uh, where it is in America, where they come, where they come to an animation's house or whatever, and say, "I need 22 episodes of the show," which is just not conducive. But I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy that it's going to be on there. I love Alan Wake. Um, I think that it's a completely underrated uh, uh, video game. And well, it's, it's also something that that has been a it, it's it's a niche game mm -hmm. that is exclusive to a single platform. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of rough. Unfortunately, exclusive to a single platform to, to the Xbox. Well, I guess you could play it with PC uh, as well, but still, a little. Um, I think that also the the use of, of suspense and the episodic storytelling and the mystery and being able to like kind of unravel what's really happening uh, and, yeah. and some decent twists involved, which you don't. Uh, I would I would put this the twists involved in this game similar to uh, that of uh, of. Um, Dead Space uh, and those kind of games yeah. where, where as soon as you realize what's happening you're like oh this changes everything and then you when you replay it then you see more so much more that you didn't see before interesting um, yeah I, I completely love it though I recommend this and I'm really glad this is going to be you know brought to more people gamers and non-gamers that yeah. can enjoy it so it's really cool So the main topic this week I want to talk about, obviously, is going to be uh, Nintendo Direct. Yeah. And I will say there's a there's a quite a few things I can say about this. I want to lead off just by saying this may be one of the most lackluster directs that I've seen. Okay. So uh, scale of one to ten, how would you how would you rate this as far as your excitement for what was revealed? Like a three. Really? I mean, I don't think that they showed a lot that I didn't know about. I don't think okay. they showed a lot that that got me intrigued about things that I already didn't think was 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 happening. Okay. Um, and I I feel like they're still playing cards close to the vest. Maybe hoping for the next Nintendo Direct to be able to launch something else. But I feel like we're close enough to Christmas that Nintendo needs to be. Uh, dropping those bombs, dropping those Christmas yeah. bombs on us, and I don't feel like they have. Um, well, and 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 given the dates that they've given us, it kind of seems like they're not going to, because. Uh, so, okay, so so we got we got a couple of game announcements. Mm -hmm. We've got Luigi's Mansion Three, we've got Mario Brothers U Deluxe or mm -hmm. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. Yeah, um, that's uh, we we just yeah. We just have a year for uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. Yep. Uh, it's 2019. We do have a release date for New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe. And you have to say it that way every time because, like, New Super Mario Brothers is the series. Yes. And you, but it's, yes. it's, 
it's very confusing. But I'm glad Luigi's not dead anymore because he was dead at the end of the last one. Yeah, I feel like there there needs to be like some type of acronym or something we need to build for for these games because they keep just tacking on new pieces. Like yeah. new, like New Super Mario Brothers, like you said, that's the line because New Super Mario Brothers, New Super New Super Mario Brothers, we there was we. There was New Super Mario, New Super Luigi. There were like all these different versions of the game. And yeah. now we get a Wii U Deluxe. Um, and this is what I'm confused about. Wii U Deluxe is on Switch, right? Yes. It's Wii U. Yeah. It's on Switch. Yeah. So they I'm, I'm going to call it Switch go. Deluxe. <laughs> they couldn't have just called it. I mean, I don't, I mean, I, this is what, I mean, ah, it just irritates me. <laughs> like Superman 64, right? If they had yeah. Superman 64 and then they happened to put it on the GameCube, would they have called it Superman 64 Deluxe? Because that would have been confusing because yeah. you've tagged, you've tagged the game with your system. You're saying, this is the game for the Wii U. And then you're saying, oh yeah, it's also available on the next gen. Which, I mean, it's great because not very many people had the Wii U, but seriously? That's I, a crappy name. I think I think that it's a little bit easier mm -hmm. if the name itself is much shorter. Because Mario Kart 64, I'm fine with that, you know, getting ported somewhere else. That's that's, that's fine. It's whatever. But, but like, S-Mod um, is just way too long, like well, in its original name. But when you port it, you don't go... This is Super Mario Kart 64 Deluxe 2. That is true, I don't. You just say Mario Kart 64, and you know yeah. what you're talking about. You know it's a port, and that's fine. This is a port they're not calling a port. It's a port, and it's two games, but one of them was DLC. For it's a very, it's a, it's a weird situation, but I'm... This is one of the two things I was most happy about, though. Because because I, I really enjoyed I think I think I, I was actually at your place when I, I sat down through the entire thing, and uh, and played that out. Um, yeah. I think I got to the last world, but it's, anyway, it's fun. It's great. It's, I, it's I get it. So awesome. I get it. I just um, I, the the entire show was things I knew about and ports and yeah. Uh, but see the the invincible bit mm -hmm. that they were having because they had that in Funky Kong for Tropical Freeze. Yes, um, that means that I'll get to play this with the girls and yeah. I can throw them into pits and they won't get mad at me because I'm I mean, absolutely. I mean, I would have done that anyway. Yeah, and but, I mean, I I appreciate that, but I just feel like uh, the only the only big reveal that happened. I'm actually I'll, I'll talk about it later. There's one big reveal that happened that freaked out. A specific subset of view viewers but it was All like right. a subset within a subset okay so uh we did get the the uh katamari damacy which i actually never played it's fun i played it a couple hours at a friend's house and it's fun yeah. and it's ridiculous and the, it has some great music to it uh, but yeah. also just just the I, I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker when it comes to um, when it comes to physics. I'm a sucker when it comes to uh, objects on screen and what they can do. Because yeah. having seen that throughout game development uh, growth in the early stages of oh my god, I can't believe I can pick up an item and now the item is not on screen anymore. Like yeah. going from that to being able to do all of this is really cool. And uh, we're talking about a, a game that 
again, it's a game that not many people got to play, and I think this is a cool surprise, but this is probably my favorite part of the of the entire show. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a I surprise think, I didn't expect. Yeah, I think I think the twins will really like it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also got some new Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, I was as bored as this guy when that happened. I, yeah, I, I haven't really done Animal Crossing before. Like, I'm aware of it. And I played, uh, I played Pocket I Camp. But, like, the, the it's it's kind of like the Sims uh, yeah. appeal is, like, you know, you're, you're kind of micromanaging somebody else's life. And I'm like, sure. I, it's actually a pain to manage my own life. <laughs> like, I'm like, trying to escape that here. But, like, I think with Sims, with Sims, you can, I mean, and you could probably argue the exact same thing with, with Animal Crossing. I've tried it. I just have not gotten into it. With Sims, you can argue, like, almost like Second Life, where it's like, oh, mm -hmm. but this person, uh, they're a stuntman, or they're, you know, like a professional chef, and... Yeah. And look at look at all the cool stuff in the furniture, and look, I'm building this new stuff in the house, and you get to live a dream. And I feel like this it's it's so far removed from reality that it yeah. feels like um, I feel the same way playing Animal Crossing as I did playing uh, Near, not Near Automata, but like the Near game on uh, Xbox yeah. 360. And uh, there's like a garden that you can get to in the game. And it's like, hey, you can plant some stuff here. You plant the stuff. And it's like, hey, that stuff grew. It's okay. Um, so busy work the game. It's busy work, but also it's it's not things that, like in Minecraft, where it's you can immediately understand, I planted this, I'm going to get wheat. I planted this, I'm going to get this. And your brain connects. What do you do with wheat? You make bread. Um, yeah. You know, there's, there's uh, here's sugar cane. What do you do with sugar cane? You break it down and make sugar. Uh, you can do different things that make sense. And in these games, it's more like, you made this thing, look at all the weird stuff you can do with it. And I'm, I don't need a guide for that. It's busy work, and I feel like I need a guide to do anything substantial. Um, also, I feel like the pacing, uh, it's like in between, like, in between making a game for a kid, and you're, and you're giving mm -hmm. instructions that take 20 minutes, and, but you're also expecting adults and teens to play it that may or may not have the patience for that. So it's this yeah. weird in between, uh, which by the way, this was, um, that that was the big uh, reveal that I was talking about like at the very end. I guess I'll throw one thing real quick. Uh, we also had Final Fantasy uh, seven, eight, sorry, nope. I apologize, seven, nine, X and X2 collection, whatever the heck it is, uh, all coming, uh, sorry, this and is then, Zodiac Age. the Zodiac Age. Yes, and 12 Zodiac Age, all coming to uh, Switch. Also, the Xbox 360, um, or sorry, Xbox, sorry, Xbox One. Um, yeah. It's kind of confusing in that case. That's that's why I I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But also, uh, Final Fantasy VII's been on Xbox, uh, been on PlayStation 3. It's been mm -hmm. everywhere. It's been on Vita. Uh, Final Fantasy yeah. IX, I think, it's been in a lot of places as well. Um, um. There, oh, there were a couple about... of other ones. Mm -hmm. There was there was a uh, fifteen pocket version and like Pokemon Dungeon something. Yeah. And then Crystal Chronicles and the, Pokemon the... Dungeon. I don't care about Crystal Chronicles. I didn't care about when it came out. I hate Crystal came out. I I also hated it. However, mm -hmm. apparently it was really fun if you can get a bunch of people to play it. And yeah. so having it online, maybe that'll work. But I'm not willing to spend any money to find out. <laughs> 
But watching the gameplay of it, as soon yeah. as I saw that, I thought, oh, cool, I can play this online. And I immediately, I looked at it and I said, okay, but what is out that would be online on the Switch, probably before this comes out, similar gameplay online that would be a better game? Does it, does it have a devil in it? Yes, it does, because it's Diablo. Diablo 3 is a better game. You get to play it online. Um, you have a definitive edition, if you will, that's that's coming out for it. Being able yeah. to play online with your friends, uh, having a... I don't know if I'd say it's a better story because I haven't played that much of, of Chronicles to be able to, to say that. Yeah. Um, I will say that... Um, there's more to do, it's random, you can do boss runs over and over and over again, and it doesn't really get old because you have no idea what's gonna happen leading up to it. It's yeah. really fun co-op, and I think it's I think that it's like almost a direct competitor if it didn't have a Final Fantasy name on it. Well, one of the interesting okay, so you you rated the direct very poorly, but um, Diablo three and uh, Civilization Six yeah. also like leaked last week yeah because they and, and Mega Man 11 also Diablo was so Diablo was announced like over like, uh, two months ago month and a half yeah, ago but, right, right right but we got the release date for it okay I don't need a direct for a release date I mean I knew it was gonna happen this year yes but those but those those three things were meant to uh, to go live with the direct and then because of the earthquake because of the delay those things got kicked back and I think that those those three extra elements probably would have made it a lot better direct What's the for third? you. Civ, Civ, Diablo, uh, Civ Six, Diablo, and the Mega Man Eleven demo, which I enjoyed. I like it. But but again, that's that's you're giving a demo to a game that we know is happening. Do I need a direct to show me that and get me excited about a game that I'm already excited about? No, but and you can download it right now. Is one of my favorite phrases to hear in any announcement video ever. Agreed. I, I, I will I will agree on that, but and I'll agree that maybe the timing on that. But would that have would, would that it have, have saved it and made it great? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I'm, I'm saying I'm just saying that it nudges it up from a three. Yeah, <laughs> and and Diablo is one of I mean I, I've talked about it before, but Diablo is one of my favorite uh, uh, franchises, uh, yeah. hands down, one of my favorite franchises. And having this on Switch is going to be really cool because I don't have a good hack and slash game on Switch that's actiony. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of strategy RPG kind of stuff, timed RPG kind of stuff. But being able to play this on the go is going to be really cool. Um, excuse me. Um, with it being online, I don't know how that's going to feel when it comes to um, kind of what what my usual test when it comes to. Um, uh, switch games when it comes to uh, handheld games, which is can I hit can I just hit the power button and go about my life? Yeah, that's that's my litmus test for a really good handheld game because I need to be able to like when I'm playing a handheld game I need to be able to Continue whatever I'm doing with my life. Yeah, and not be stuck to the handheld game when you're playing console It's different. You've set aside some time you're in this area You know, maybe you can finish up a couple things then go do it when you're playing handheld, you may be on a bus, you may be in a waiting room, you may be yeah. what, wherever you are, it should be able to do that. Now, I guess you could play in uh, on offline, 
Yeah. If you can hit the hit the power button and it pauses everything, fantastic. That's what I need. Um, playing online and being able to pause everything, obviously that doesn't work. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. And then I guess I guess kind of the last thing that we need to touch on. Um, see, I'm interested in how that's going to work with with Diablo in particular because like a lot of times it'll be like there's there's the host and then there's the people and it's like what happens the if the host server. turns off and it, it's it's very confusing. You're all on the uh, server. My problem is hardcore uh, for hardcore characters. Yeah, hardcore characters you die once you're done. That yeah. character is retired. Um, so you you've had the constant issue, uh, which is one reason I don't like playing these characters. My brother has played Diablo two, Diablo three. You know, he's been playing as long as I have. Mm-hmm. He played more Diablo three than I did. He played on hardcore mode, and he lost one of his characters due to lag. Ooh. Yep. Gone. So what happens if I'm playing a hardcore character? Yeah. Uh, and there's a there's a, a network issue. Obviously, that's a Blizzard thing. But what happens if um, I'm playing and I like I said. You, your, your battery runs out, right? You don't have that issue when it comes to PC, but when it comes to console, battery yeah. dies. You're like, you're racing and it's blinking, saying, hey, you got low battery. You're racing, trying to get, finish whatever you're doing and then close out. Battery dies, lost connection. Or Does that a, stop where yeah, you or, were and or, you go back? Or like you were saying earlier, I mean, you could be, you could be like riding on a bus, you go into a tunnel, lose connection, and your dude just stands there and gets hacked to pieces yep. by goblins and stuff yeah i mean yeah so the network connection part that's something that blizzard's always had a problem with and it's not something they can really do anything about because when you've lost when you've had that time and you've lost connection there if you completely go out then may then they can detect that but if you're if there's still there's still a barrier buffer time where it's still trying to figure out are you still there and yeah. we're talking about maybe a second or two, and that is the time where you're done. I mean, you didn't pop that healing potion or whatever happens. It didn't yeah. happen, so you're dead. Uh, but I think that it worries me playing something. That's why I'm not going to play a hardcore character on, on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I've not done that because yeah. I get way too attached to my characters. Get, yeah, and putting in 40, 50, 60 hours into a character. Um, because people argue that Diablo 3 is like an MMO. It's not. Is not. Yeah. I mean, it's. It really isn't your. Um, it's kind. Of, it's. It's a different. It's almost there. It's almost an MMO. It's. It's. It's just an MO. Yeah. Sure. Multiplayer online game. It is a multiplayer online game because. The mog. It's not massive. It doesn't have a living world where I can run in and talk to people. It doesn't have. Well, it does have an auction house, but it's not the same as playing yeah. World of Warcraft, playing EverQuest, or something like that. Um, I'm not going to play a hardcore character for that reason, but I love playing. Um, I love playing Diablo. I'm going to play this on the Switch, but I knew this was coming. So showing me a release date for it doesn't help. And then when when you talk about. Um, I mentioned the big bomb that they dropped in this, the big bomb that happened, which is right, this is my exact expression on my face when it happened, <laughs> was that some guy from Animal Crossing is gonna be in uh, in Smash Brothers. Yeah. And um, I've seen most people, most people that I've seen who play Smash didn't care. I see a very small set of people who love Animal Crossing and love Smash Brothers and they're freaking out. Yeah, but I felt it's, like it was like when they announced the Wii the Wii trainer 
was going to be on the show uh, on Smash. Remember the Wii, the Nintendo yeah, Wii yeah. trainer for your Wii Fit? When that was on there, I'm like, who asked for this? Yeah, it's not. Well, and also sure, but and like there, there's zero combat in that game, so you have Isabella. Like I think she becomes the, like she's the mayor until you become the mayor or something. And she's just this little cute smiley dog, and I don't, I don't entirely get it. We is do, that, we do have her. Who it is? It's fighting. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and we do, we do have one last little bit to to, to kind of discuss, which is the the general Nintendo Switch Online uh, launch, because they have they have cloud saves, which are cool, but with some caveats. Uh, they have the the retro games, which I'm excited about, and I I hope that all that works. Um, and then they've got a little bit more of. I don't. I don't know what to think about the about how they're handling cloud saves because they're they're saying, well, you know, we have cloud saves except for you know, like some games, like Dark Souls. Why can't I do my cloud save on Dark Souls? Their like, their reasoning was. Their reasoning is a, bull. It is complete bull. Um, it's fixed by one thing. It's called automatic saves. Yeah. Done. Because done. So they, so they were saying that that Splatoon, uh, Splatoon, Pokemon, uh, were the two were the two first parties, and then Dark Souls, and I think there was I think there was one other one. Yep. But anyway, what they said was they they didn't want people to be able to to cheat with it. Yes. I'm like, okay, we'll then store that the trade information on the server the same way everybody else does. Yeah, it should it should be set uh, for games like Splatoon and others, and this is completely infrastructure. This is completely like yeah. like I said like I said last week's episode. There's no reason not to do this other than when it comes to when it comes to game development and the developer. It's it's as simple as this. Yeah. If you're playing Splatoon and you and your console connects online and you have Nintendo Nintendo Switch online, you have Cloud Cloud Slave. If it detects you have a more recent file on your Switch that is on the cloud, it overwrites the cloud. Done. Yeah. I fixed your freaking problem, Nintendo. That's it. Because yeah. it, same thing with Dark Souls. Uh, Dark Souls if I'm playing if I'm playing Dark Souls and I die repeatedly, and I've been playing in offline mode, and I connect back into online, uh, connect back in online mode, it should go, huh? That character Nymeria, guess what? Lady Nim died 20 times since I last saw her. Guess what? Update in your file. That should happen because that's that is life. Otherwise, if you don't want to do that, create another character, create another profile. Um, that's um, it's as, as simple as that. From, from the Twitch chat, we've got uh, Philly Marcus says, Nintendo is lame now except for the old stuff. Like, the, when when they try to move forward, like, they're, yeah. they're, they're like, yeah, we're online now. We kind of got things work. Because, like, the voice chat, I, I don't know if you've tried to use the the uh, Nintendo chat. I have it. Is, it is awful. Like, you, I have, uh, yeah. I... I there was somebody there was somebody on IGN who was like, Yeah, I just uh, I just created a PlayStation group and just stayed plugged into the controller while I was playing Monster Hunter on the Switch. And I'm like, Okay, Nintendo, you this is not how to do this. No, no. And like they're they're giving us some games, they're giving us some online functionality and uh, I'm I'm with uh, Philly Marcus, I would love to have their old stuff. Let me buy the old stuff. Yeah. I mean we're talking about uh, I, I mean we saw this happen when it came to E3, where mm -hmm. I can't even remember if it was a star somethings. Star There's Link. a star, yeah. So Starlink has um, all of Star Fox in it. It's, it, I mean, it basically 
to me, looks like they're pushing it as if it's a Star Fox game, and it's not. Yeah. Um, but if you watched, if you'd never heard of this game and you watched this Nintendo Direct, you probably would have gone, would have said, "Holy crap, Starlink's the new Star Fox game." Yeah. That's what that's what my takeaway would have been, having not seen what happened at E3. Again, showing me that Nintendo is is trying to push forward a narrative and trying to push forward the idea that what they're doing is good, what they're doing is beneficial for, for parents, what they're doing is, is, is beneficial for everyone, it keeps the level playing field, when what they're doing is is trying to reinvent the wheel that we've already figured out. Uh, yeah. We talked about Diablo 3. Um, Diablo 1, you stored your, uh, your, your character was stored on your, on your PC. Mm -hmm. So your online character was stored on your PC. So you could go in and you could hack that file and adjust and add, add items. You could uh, adjust your health and go online and then just massacre people or play yeah. throughout the entire game without taking any damage or damage didn't really matter because you had 2.5 million health. Yeah. You just go through the game. Diablo 2 came out, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think it came out like, what, 98, 99 when Diablo 2 came out? Somewhere around there. It comes out in, let's say, 1998, and, and Blizzard says, hey, uh, that save file should be with us, we should be able to govern that, and we should be able to make sure that it's not done. Nintendo, that's 20 years ago. You're playing <laughs> over 20 years behind at this point. Blizzard yeah. looked at it and said, uh-uh, not letting that happen. I'm gonna control cloud saves. I'm gonna control yeah. when you save, and your character dies if you try to like close out of the game really quick, like to try to catch it. Yeah. They're like, nope, our character already died. That counts. We, we were watching. We were watching. You can't turn off your console quick enough for the game death not uh, like console gaming used to be, where yeah. if you died, you could turn off real quick, turn it back on, and load your old save game. And you could yeah. cheat the auto saves. Can't do that in Dark Souls. Can't do that in Diablo. Again, 20 years ago, this was already this was already settled. This is the best way to do it. So that's what irritates me about it. And um, I guess the um, the I know I ranted about Chibi art style recently, <laughs> but uh, the Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition or whatever that uh, was, like yeah, it's, it's, I don't yeah, like the art like style, but I'm like yeah. I could totally see me playing through the game on the Switch. If you give mm -hmm. me that art style as a compromise to not have to worry about the graphics, which is totally what they did. Yeah. And I may I may be like, hmm, I could try playing through that, but at the same time, uh, you know, it's probably gonna come out, I haven't seen the pricing on that yet, but I'm guessing the yeah. pricing is gonna be similar to a AAA game. It's probably not gonna go on sale for a long time. <laughs> I may end up getting it at one point to have on my Switch just because it may be something to, to play through with a good story. Um, depending on, I don't know, what we get in the next couple of years with Switch. I mean, maybe a year and a half from now, I'll get it on sale. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't think it, I don't think it'll be full price because it originally launched as a mobile game. So, oh, I didn't, I think, I forgot. I think that they'll, game. yeah, I think they'll charge like 20, 30 bucks for it. 20, anyway. 20 bucks I can totally do, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, let us but, know what you uh, thought about the uh, Nintendo Direct. If you thought it was as lackluster as I did, and if you thought they should have talked about something like, I don't know what they're doing in Japan when uh, when they're playing playing games off the server, so you're able to play games like Resident Evil on mm -hmm. your Switch. Why aren't we talking about that? Why don't we push forward to the future? Yeah. What was what was the other one that they said was going to be on? Uh, that was going to be streaming on Switch. Resident Evil Seven was one. Right, but there's there's another one. Um, 
I don't remember. Anyway, let us know in the comments if you remember that thing that I just brought up just as a tease. I'll tell you about it next week. Later. See you later.